1: The Market Musings Podcast with Fairbairn and Russell. Hello and welcome to the Market Musings Podcast where today our guest is Malcolm Pallet, the chairman of Coincilium and Gurang Torvikar, the CEO of Endorse. Welcome to you both. How are you both doing?
0: I'm fine. Thank you very much, Mark. Hey,
2: Mark. Thanks for having me on the
1: podcast today. Yes, it's good to have you back, Gurang. We spoke, of course, last time with uh, Eddie Travier, of course, the CEO of, uh, of, uh, of Coincilium. And we were talking a bit about the crypto space and the NFT space and the opportunities that lie ahead. And we're going to expand on that today and talk about some of the things that you're working on. And of course, I can't forget uh, my co-host all the way from the Highlands of Scotland, Kenny. How
3: are you doing, guys? Great to, great to have you back on again.
0: Thank you, Kenny. Thank yeah you,
3: Kenny. yep, good stuff and uh, no doubt Malcolm Gibraltar lovely weather as usual
0: um well, I'm sure it is, but I happen to be in London today. oh well,
3: okay, uh,
0: <laughs> sorry yeah, I've I done a trip back for, for a year, so oh, uh, well. I've got a few few people to meet and uh and uh, it's a bit surreal, actually, but it's lovely weather here in London at the moment, so there you go.
3: Oh, well, good. good. No, it's nice to, nice to spread your wings again. And, and now that these restrictions are starting to ease slightly, we can uh, start to meet face-to-face yeah. and, and things like that. Right. It's, uh, no, it's yeah. good. The world is opening yeah. up again. But obviously, we've got this wonderful thing called the blockchain. So there's lots of things we can, we can do now without meeting face-to-face. And obviously, you know, NFTs is hot again. You know, every everything I seem to see in in Twitter and social media is about NFTs. So, so what's, what's the resurgence all about, Malcolm? Probably start with you. Um,
0: Yeah. I I mean, from from Coincillion's perspective, I mean, I, I'm, you know, far too old to be, you know, be seen getting too involved in the the actual um, games and the the collecting, although I do, um, but that nonetheless, you know, it's, it's very much um, as, as, A a market, and I'm an observer in this space, uh, an investor, obviously. But you know, Coincilium's interest is that this is a a really interesting growing subsector of blockchain. It's it's a it's a new sort of wave, and it's a new direction that the whole market's moving in. And we we did identify early on, but I think the pace and the scale has really caught us by surprise, um, in a very pleasant way. but ultimately, it, it's um, it's definitely showing that it's it's uh, not a fad. It, it's something that is uh, got a definite use case, and and uh, the the use cases are actually sort of expanding and growing. And I'm sure Gurang will will go into that in a little bit more detail. But, but from our point of view, um, it's really about uh, from coincilian's point of view and our, our shareholders, we should sort of look at it from, as as being very early in the space and and looking at what um is is about evo- how it's evolving and also making sure that we we don't we we choose the right direction because it moves so fast and you can be led up cul de um if you actually are not um careful how you go about it and the uh, um, and from my perspective and I, perhaps gurang would um have a view on this as well it seems to be um the most um Interesting, valuable, um, exciting projects seem to be coming from within the industry rather than sort of outside. I think initially there were people sort of looking at making NFTs of anything, you know, if if a a traditional artist wanted to come along and make an NFT of his artwork, um, uh, he'd find that the market for that has probably moved on. It's all coming from the the crypto communities who are sort of making it their thing and creating their own um, images and their own their own uh, kind of designs and styles and and really deciding what um, they want to produce and, and what they want produced for them and what's collectible and what's not and the, the valuations when you get it right can be can be staggering um, but obviously you. You need to have the authenticity of, of being within the sector, within the space, um, to actually make it really, really work. And if you're sort of coming from the outside and saying, you know, well I can do something with this without actually having the authenticity, um, then you know you're, you're going to fall on your face. But that's, as I say, that's my view on on how it works. So we're we're sort of very keen to make sure that we are sort of doing it authentically. From our perspective, obviously, with Nifty Labs, um, um, Gurang and his team are are, are working on uh, our marketplace, which is sort of a work in progress. But what we really want to talk to you about is uh, today is, is the new project that Endorse uh, are launching. Um, uh, called Blockbots, and he'll talk to you about that and sort of explain how that works. But I think, you know, when we're, whilst we're talking about the space, from Mark, from Coincillion's perspective, it's it's about respecting the, you know, where the, the, the real um, uh, interesting projects, uh, authentic projects are going to come from and the ones that are actually going to capture the imagination, and that's where the value is.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I think what would be good just before we go into blockbots, uh, Malcolm, is perhaps uh, Garan can explain it as well. And I, I know we've covered it before, but it's always good to bring it up. Is that the difference between a fungible token, like say Bitcoin, and a non-fungible token? Because there's probably still people that are are confused, you know, to what what the difference mm-hmm.
2: is. Uh, so yeah, can uh, I think the main difference between a fungible token and a non-fungible token is that Um, Any fungible token, you can consider that like a Bitcoin or a US dollar is that, you know, uh, one token or one unit of that uh, currency can be exchanged one is to one for another unit of that currency, right? So, for example, one Bitcoin is always equivalent to another Bitcoin or one US dollar. Let's say I give you like a 10, uh, a note of 10 US dollars, uh, that's always going to be equal to another note of 10 US dollars. Uh, but in case of non fungible tokens, uh, you cannot really exchange it for, one for one. So let's take an example. Uh, if you look at uh, paintings of uh, Leonardo da Vinci or uh, you know Picasso or someone like that, one painting is uh, never equivalent to another painting, even from the same artist. Right? Uh, each painting is unique, has its own value, and has its own uh, you know uh, way of selling and buying and all those things. So um
3: that's uh, what a non-fungible token is in a in a very uh, on a very high level yeah. well, th- thanks for that Yep. Yeah. and so ob- obviously uh you guys i mean you are the experts uh smart contracts for, for non-fungible tokens it's what you have specialized since probably since the industry began. Uh, but now you've come along with this uh, this idea for, for Blockbots. I wonder if you can sort of give me a sort of background to the story about how Blockbots evolved and what it's all about.
2: Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. So uh, just to again go into the background of our company, indoors itself. Endorse uh, uh, and, you know, the founders at Endorse, uh, we have been in the space for a while now uh not as long as eddie or malcolm but slightly after them we entered the space and uh we can consider ourselves as og <laughs> uh old guys in the space. um actually i've been writing smart contracts uh since ethereum was on the testnet actually uh <laughs> so even before ethereum launched actually uh but yeah uh we've been we have been in the space for a while and uh, we have seen the space evolve right so if you look at just the nft space itself uh Crypto Kitties was one of the biggest and most popular NFT projects that, of its time, right? But mm-hmm. that was back in like 2017, 2018. And uh after that came crypto, crypto punks and all these things, but it, it did not take off as much until last year, right? So now some crypto punks are selling for millions of dollars. Uh so you know the space has come a long way until last year, even right, until uh 2020, uh people were not so enamored by NFTs, but suddenly uh, late 2020, people started taking notice, uh, and I think that started mainly with things like uh, you know people's art getting sold for 69 million dollars, which was insane. But it's just amazing for the space how, how long we have come, right? And yep. now, as you see, as Malcolm was saying, anyone is coming in and you know creating their own own NFTs people are creating nfts from rocks for god's sake you have rocks being mm-hmm. created as mm-hmm. nfts it is just insane what's happening in this space but but um, it has also given rise to some really amazing innovation in the space right so out of all these uh, you know uh, silly projects coming up sometimes uh, for the lack of a better word you you also have some really interesting projects that are coming up and the space itself is moving forward both technologically and as a community, I would say, right? The community itself has set some new standards. The community itself has come up with some new conventions for NFT sales and all these things. You know, it's just amazing what is happening.
1: Yeah. What do you think makes a a good, well, not necessarily a good NFT, but an attractive NFT? Because yeah, they, there are these Ethereum rocks which have come out, which is basically <laughs> just a, it's a picture. It's not even a picture. It's, 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 it's a, a bitmap almost of a rock. Yeah. Um and then you've got some all sorts of random things going on and, and some really take off and some don't. And the little boy in in the UK, I think, who had whales, I think he I forget what yeah. they were called, but he, he, he did very well on that. What what do you think makes a um an NFT? Is that is it, is it is it a use case or gamification stuff behind it or just good marketing or what what what's your opinion? I
2: know definitely good marketing and you know, having a good backstory for that is definitely one element. But I think uh, as an NFT, you need to have some good utility behind it, some uh, real utility. Otherwise, what happens is, uh, you know, in the initial hype, people end up buying your NFTs. But in the long term, those NFTs do not really make sense, you know. So it's just like a pump and dump scheme sometimes. Yeah. Uh, as opposed to that, if you look at some really good artists, like, I don't know, Damien Hirst or uh, Mr. Doodle, for example, these artists, they come and they create their NFT. Even people, for that matter, these artists, uh, they are really well-known in the space. Community loves them. And um, I think these kind of NFTs are going to be really valuable in the long term. Mm-hmm. Uh, then another category of NFTs is gaming NFTs. So something like Axie Infinity and all these things. And these NFTs have real utility behind them. So I think these are going to do well in the long term, definitely, no doubt.
1: Okay. So what are blockbots then and, and, and why blockbots? Why have you decided to pursue this, this, this project?
2: Yeah so in we have been uh, we have been dabbling in the NFT space for a while now again so we uh, we have worked on a, on NFT scanner which was uh, scanning the security of NFTs uh, we are working on a NFT marketplace along with Consilium, uh which will be launched on RSK quite soon and then we thought okay let's also do an NFT project so as DOS, uh, we're kind of building an NFT game uh, called Blockbots it's kind of a play to earn game And uh, for that, we are also launching uh, NFT collectible uh, project. So it's called, uh, so it's a a collection of 10,000 NFT avatars. And BlogBots actually has a really interesting theme, really interesting backstory. So, you know, I'll take you on a journey. (laughs) I'll take you on an apocalyptic journey. So Mm -hmm. uh, the year is 2062. It's been 40 years since uh, the DeFi and NFT summer. Okay. Blockchain was heavily adopted in the 2020s, right? But then blockchain ended up taking, essentially digitizing everything. And in that process, what happened is AI, actually artificial intelligence, some evil AI uh, being developed by some big tech companies in in that era, it took over the world. So now, 40 years from the DeFi summer, the whole world is ruled by evil AI it kind of eliminated the humankind almost. But still, there are some human beings remaining, and uh, these human beings are starting a revolution against the evil AI. And this revolution, so to participate in this revolution, they cannot be open about it, right? Because the world is uh, ruled by the evil AI. And hence, uh, they are starting a movement called blockbots. And these blockbots are essentially like your facade. So you buy a blockbot, you buy a blockbot avatar, and you join this moment. So the AI thinks that you're actually a machine. You're actually a bot. You're not really a human being. And uh, what these human beings are doing is uh, by posing as blockbots, they're trying to bring down the evil AI kingdom uh, one bit and one bite at a time. So That's what blockbots is all about. Blockbots is a movement to liberate the humankind. And um, hence, we, all in, we invite all of you to join this movement. We are sending this call to all the remaining humans. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome to join.
3: It reminds me of a film with Will Smith. I think it was actually called oh, AI right. it was. Yeah. 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 It's, it's definitely it's definitely a new taking that story, but uh yeah. All right. So what well, you, you've set the scene for you know what's happened in 2062. i have been 90, 90, years old by then, so hopefully, hopefully I'll I'll still be nice. <laughs> so I think what would be, be good as well. We've talked to you know about NFTs. What actually is the metaverse? Because there's people who probably have never heard that term before, and I think that's critical in this journey as well.
2: Yeah, definitely, definitely. So, see, uh, in the evolution of this whole NFT space, as I told, so utility is one of the most important thing for NFTs, uh, in my opinion. uh Utility can come through gaming or through actually having some really good artwork associated with your NFT or something else, you know. Uh, but metaverse is one of those things. And I personally think that just like the future we told in 2062, uh, metaverse is going to be a big part of this future, I think. Because um, as you can see, uh, multiple companies, multiple projects are trying to create their own metaverses, right? You have decentralized, you have CryptoVoxels, you have Sandbox. Even Facebook made an announcement that they go- they're going to work on a metaverse project, right? So all these metaverses are going to exist in parallel. So I don't know if you uh, if you know about this Marvel uh, parallel universes. So similarly, I think there are going to be multiple parallel metaverses, and there needs to be a way to travel between these metaverses, just like Thor travels between the realms. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sounds so, super cool. Um, what 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 is going on in the space right now, Garang? Like any of the projects that are going on at the minute in the metaverse space?
2: Uh, yes, yes. So a lot of projects, a lot of NFTs. So there's like a whole new category of NFT. So see, uh, there's like thousands of projects, literally thousands of companies or thousands of teams doing avatar NFTs. Essentially, you buy that NFT, you put that avatar as your social media avatar.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: it's a um, picture, right? But there's also another category of projects who are doing 3D avatars. And these are the avatars. So Blogbots is, uh, we, are doing, we are also doing 3D, 3D voxel avatars. And these avatars are your avatar in a metaverse, right? So uh, in a normal avatar, you can just put it on Twitter or Facebook. But with this 3D avatar, you get like a whole 3D character, which you can either use in a metaverse or you can even use in games such as Minecraft or Roblox. You know, So the, in the last uh, five to 10 years, these uh, voxel characters or these voxel games have gained a lot of popularity, right? Mm. So in Minecraft, for example, you can build entire cities for yourself. You have Singapore built there, you have Dubai built there, you have even like uh, Lord of the Rings is built there, uh, Gondor and all these places. And that's just amazing. amazing. And we, we believe that metaverses are going to be huge in the future. And hence, we are uh, you know, embarking on this journey of blockbots where you can buy a 3D voxel avatar for yourself, which will represent you across all these games, all these metaverses, and it makes you unique um, in these, uh, these metaverses. Hmm. and not just that you know so with blockbots we are also developing a game uh, so blockbots actually is a game uh, uh, so initially it's going to be a very simple game where you can fight your blockbots against each other and this is like an arena where so you know coming back to the story of this you know a moment against the evil ai you can fight your blockbots against each other and you can make them more powerful so essentially you're training your blockbots in an arena right so suppose i fight with a with malcolm's blockbot um what what will happen is i'll Win a power up from him, right? So now we'll have different well, types if of you,
0: What if I beat you?
2: oh, uh, yeah, you win a power up from me. <laughs> <So> <laughs> okay. Power up.
0: Power up. Essentially, I don't think I will. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, it depends on your blockbot right? So yeah, the so power up is essentially is a could be like a weapon, could be like a shield, could be like a magical wand or something. So there will be different kinds of block-bots. You'll have citizen bots You'll have soldier bots You'll have wizards. You'll have superheroes. You'll have royalty, like a king, you know. You might have like a Arthur, King Arthur blockbot, which has like an Excalibur sword, which is maybe the most powerful sword in the universe or in the metaverse. Yeah, yeah so there's a, there's like endless possibilities for the power ups or uh, the kinds of blockbots you can create, which is super cool, right? So imagine uh, you're playing Minecraft and you have like Arthur, uh, Arthur Avatar, which is super cool, I would say. Mm-hmm.
3: And- and obviously, these are not unlimited. There's only... Well, it's a good question, actually, Garang. Why is it 9,998? <laughs> I've seen quite a few projects. They don't just say 10,000. It's always two or three short of, of uh, 10,000. What, what, what's the reason behind that?
2: See, the, the, I, I, I think that goes back 40 years ago, right? So in the NFT summer at the time, everyone was doing 10,000. So the evil AI knows the number 10,000 very well. So we just wanted to full the AI, you know. That's why we did nine 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 eight.
3: Okay, different like that. Good. Good. And so, so what? What is the plan with Blockbox? I mean, I see for the roadmap, it's well as it September now. So it is it's hopefully launching in in September. Is that a plan?
2: Uh, Not yeah. We we haven't decided a date yet. We are still uh, figuring out the final trades and the power ups and all these things. So we are aiming to launch it maybe first week of October or second week. Let's see. Uh, haven't decided a date yet. But yeah, in in that period, yeah, those two. Things. Yeah,
3: and and you'll just mint these direct from your website, like, like you know, yeah, several exactly. other projects. Yep,
2: similar to that. Yeah, well, uh, people people can buy it from the blogbots. gg website, and um, yeah, then they can start playing the game in a month or two.
3: Yeah, yeah and there'll, and there'll be is that, is there a limitation? In how many you can buy, or is it you need to do it? Because I've, I've seen some people buying scary amounts of these uh, of these NFT.
2: Yeah, definitely. We are putting, we're going to put a limit on uh, in one transaction how many blockbots you can buy and all these things. So, yeah, we'll be releasing those details quite soon. Um, yeah, so uh, there's a couple of things though. So, what you can do is you can buy a blockbot and uh, later you can also download the you know 3D OBJ file or the GLTF file or these things. And later you can export or import these blockbots in various games, various metaverses. And essentially it becomes your. Common character across you know all these parallel universes. That's the that's the vision with blockboards.
1: I see. Yeah. yeah. And and maybe maybe it's, I don't think it's a silly question, but but where, where's the sort of access point? I mean, I've just seen a Financial Times uh, article here talking only yesterday that was released, and it's actually about Mark Zuckerberg talking about Facebook uh wanting to become uh, a metaverse company. So I'm just yeah. wondering. I understand about the NFTs and. You know the the blockbot idea where it, they can move between these different metaverse universes and different things going on. But where's the there's a sort of access point? Is 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 it through established gaming companies, or will it will it be sort of smaller website based? What's the kind of way, way way into the metaverse for someone who doesn't know how to get in? Is what I'm asking. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, I think uh, I think the first step is to uh, start using the metaverse. I would say you know, so each of these metaverses is quite unique. Uh, It has its own world full of all these immersive characters, immersive uh, you know experiences. So I think uh, that's where you start. And uh, if you again, if you want to make it unique, uh, because you know people love to be unique, right? So if uh, you if you want to make yourself unique, you buy an NFT avatar like uh, blockbots and then start using it across all these metaverses.
1: Okay. Okay. So you can just almost search Google for metaverse and find different metaverses to get involved with.
2: Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I think some of the starting, starting, good starting projects right now are something like a Decentraland or Crypto Voxels. And I know you might be familiar with this, but uh, even a lot of conferences are being held in metaverses right now. So, for example, my wife works at Consensus MetaMask, and okay. just last week they had a party inside the metaverse. So Consensus has an office in the metaverse, <laughs> Decentraland, and they had a party there. Wow. If, if if
3: they sell alcohol in the metaverse, there, don't worry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I don't want it. Yeah,
2: you're Scottish after
3: that. So, I'm assuming, obviously, since you guys have got Nifty Scanner as well, I mean, all all the uh, NFTs all, all get top marks, you know, for the the, the blockchain, IPFS, and uh, smart contracts, metadata, etc.
2: Yeah, yeah, definitely. So that's the plan. So we we want to keep everything on IPFS. Uh, we are going to try and keep the try and keep the uh, you know hash of the metadata on the blockchain as well, and try to make it as immutable as possible. Try to make it as decentralized as possible. That's the yeah. goal.
3: And and if you get an upgrade to your, your block blockbot, does that get recorded in the blockchain as well? So, so that...
2: exactly exactly that transaction also gets recorded in the blockchain so oh, by the way with blockbots there's another feature i forgot to mention actually two features mainly so one is uh, you know in this whole blockbots movement, uh, you always want to make your blockbot as powerful as possible right so uh, we also have a thing called deflatinator, where you can essentially combine two bots together and build an even more powerful bot. You remember those old cartoons where uh, you could just combine like two superheroes together and you have a much better much bigger superhero. Something similar to that. So that's the first uh, unique aspect. And second one is uh, we also have a defi element to this. So uh people will be able to stake, uh, conduct some activities and actually uh you know earn some rewards uh by doing this, uh, which is also quite uh, quite cool about blockbots I would say.
3: Yeah. And, and obviously, the, the, the n token fits into this this plan as well along the way.
2: Uh, exactly, exactly. Yeah, that's the plan. So uh, so all the DeFi aspects, all the staking and rewards and all these things will be uh, will be uh, through the IND tokens. And the game itself, in the game itself, in order to buy some power-ups for your blockbot, uh, you'll have to buy it using IND tokens, right? So, for example, you get like a wizard blockbot, you buy a wizard blockbot. Uh, you might be able to buy some potions or like a magical shield for that bot to make it more powerful in the fight. Mm-hmm. And uh, to buy these things, you have to, you know, spend your IND tokens. That's the plan. And All we right. might be burning a part of those tokens as well. Uh, yeah.
3: All right. As long as you're not burning my tokens, good. I
2: have.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I've got a pile of them, so I have. But I suppose as there's been a lot of interest since you've. Uh you've announced us yeah yeah
2: yeah we are getting we are getting some influencers talking about us as well now so uh yeah we are we are embarking on the journey we just started marketing talking about this uh, last week i think so yeah uh we are picking up uh we are doing some really big marketing campaigns starting next week and yeah let's see let's see how it goes
3: all right, excellent, Bill. I think you're going to cost me more money because Malcolm's stamps ended up costing me a fortune, so they did. So oh. I'm sure these. You're not
1: alone, Kenny. I'm, no. I'm, yeah, I'm no. getting excited already. <laughs> Malcolm yeah. has yeah. caused me to spend a lot of yeah. money on the last project, so that's I'm of getting <laughs> <me in front. laughs> Yeah,
0: the, well, you know, they're there. I mean, that, that's the beauty of uh, NFTs. They're forever. You know, yeah. They don't. They're not going to go away. Um, they'll be here after uh, you know after we've all long gone and well, so after um, the ai takes over Malcolm, after the ai <laughs> well i'm hoping the blockbots will do something to actually get the world back but um i don't know if i'll be around in 40 years time to see it so um but uh, it's it's no it's a really interesting space because you you know you're buying digital goods with the same kind of um uh intention as as you'd buy physical goods um, it's just that they're digital. And this is just the mindset. You know, it, it's, it, it's easier for people who have been brought up in, in this space, to, in this sort of uh, era to 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 get that and, and to treat it as normal. And I think it's sort of evolved from really the first iterations of um, in-game purchases, which I think came from a, a game, uh, well, it was sort of a pretty basic game in, in uh, early 2000 called Farmville. Where mm. it became a um, a sort of a thing to to buy in-game um, uh, uh, powers and whatever and, and benefits, and and once people realise that they're actually people are prepared to to pay for for, for these things, and um, I think uh, all the big games are actually um, you know live by by those in-game purchases, and then you add this, you take this into a decentralised world, and uh, then you you put that whole process on steroids because uh, you know it's not within a walled garden. That's a game like Fortnite or um, Second Life or whatever, where it's an economy in itself. This is this is this is really leveraging the power of decentralization. So um, it it really is sort of manifesting in an incredible way. And obviously, guys like Gurang and uh, the Endorse team, they're they they're. they're it, you know, embedded in this space, they 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 can see where the opportunities are, and they can move really, really fast. So for us, it, it, it's fantastic to be hitched to these guys in in this way, and so we can be part of this journey.
1: Indeed, yeah, yeah. indeed.
3: Yeah. Uh, uh, one thing I was just thinking of, there, guys. Uh, I mean, what kind of age group are, are you targeting? A specific age group here, or do you think this has got a wide appeal? I mean, I know. Him. Uh, Mark's getting excited and he's a 30 something, and I'm, I, I'll be 50 next year. And I'm, I'm, I'm already saying this is going to cost me an Ethereum or something or whatever. Uh, I think it will have a wide appeal. Or is there a specific age group you think it will attract?
2: No, man, it will, it will definitely have a wide appeal because, see, uh, when you're talking about overthrowing the AI, age is never the limit, right? All age groups are always welcome.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Good stuff. Good stuff. Okay. Mark, have you I think that's that's probably about half an hour. I mean, unless there's anything else, guys, yeah. you just want to cover with BlockBots. So you... Well
0: No, I, I think that what I wanted to sort of um say is obviously, you know, the game is one thing, the, the, the NFT collection is, is another and I'm sure that will Sort of we will be able to talk more about that as, as, as that evolves, and, and Gurian will be no doubt preparing um um uh announcements in that regard. Um, and you did touch on the the connection with the endorsed token. Um, and you know, whilst it's not for us to sort of promote a token in any way, you know, we, we do hold a significant as coincilium a uh, number of endorsed tokens, and we've been. Sort of working with um, Eddie's been advising Endorse and and uh, and the team on sort of the utility for, for the token because even since last year when when staking first started on it. But the key which we're to this, which we're really excited about as well, is that it puts into the model a real sort of a robust utility for the Endorse token, which on its own, will you know right now, I think you're looking at a market cap for that token of about six hundred thousand um, dollars. so um, I'm really excited and interested to see how as as the the model evolves and has as as the um the launch uh, sort of starts, uh, how that token behaves in response when more people start appreciating the connection between. Um, the utility of the token and the game and, and block bots as a collection and um, be very interesting to see how that picks up because, you know, 600,000 market cap or 700,000 market cap for, for any token is, is tiny. Yeah. So, um, you know, right now it's down there because people generally haven't got a handle on the utility or potential utility. So um, as I say, I'm not going to make any projections because I'm not going to, Sort of um, <laughs> give myself, give people a rope to rope to hang me with, but I I think that you know it will be interesting, should we say, to see where this this takes takes the token um, once people start seeing the utility, once the utility starts getting into play, and people start using the token for the actual purposes that um, Guran's explained they're going to be used for.
3: Yeah, I was going to ask you as well when 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 Lambo for the token but he, obviously he you,
0: Kenny <laughs> you wouldn't even you wouldn't even fit in a Lambo oh. <laughs> oh,
3: he's, he's been on the drink early today so he has welcome
0: yeah. well I mean mm. you know I could see I could see you with a fat cigar and a Rolls Royce mate
2: we, um, <laughs> we, we never said Malcolm's jokes so are good right yeah. <laughs> remember you're
3: in the same right. country as me now, Malcolm. Or the same,
0: uh, no, no, exactly. I'm, not. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. you're in Scotland still. There's <laughs> um, I, I, I mean, for those who don't know, Kenny and I have known each other for a long time, so um, I hope he doesn't get too much offense from this, and um, because he is quite a lot bigger than me as well. <laughs> <laughs> yep,
3: yep, no, it's no, no offense taken. Uh, but yeah, but yeah, no, I'm I'm about two foot taller than you. Not I'm saying not I'm saying you're small <laughs> or anything, but yeah. No. yeah good no. stuff. Right. On that note, before we start hurling abuse, I think it's a it's it's, it's a good time to end the broadcast, and it'd be great to have yeah. us back on. You know, when the when the the launch is actually confirmed, and we can find out, you know, how much is going to cost me ultimately to buy one of these mm. block bots. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think I've seen various various prices, you know, sort of point zero five and Ethereum seems to be the sort of standard price, but it'll be interesting to see what you guys... Yeah, yeah that's, where, that's where we are actually
2: targeting yeah, around that market. Definitely.
3: All right. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, that seems to be the, the sort of common, the, the common sort of standard, industry standard, if you want to call it. But Yeah. yeah. yeah no, it'd be great to have you back on. And uh, yeah, hopefully in the next couple of weeks, if you said it was Thank September, uh, yeah. you'll be most welcome. Mark, you get anything to finish off with? No, not um, at all. Well, no, I enjoyed that very much.
0: Okay, I have. I just want to take this opportunity to wish all our friends and colleagues in Gibraltar a happy National Day, because it's the uh, Gibraltar National Day today, and I'm not there to party with them. So, um, happy uh, I know they will be yeah, so, uh, I'm, I'm sure that people will be uh, drinking a bit of uh, alcohol down there <laughs> as well today. It's <laughs> always a big celebration. And obviously, this is the first year I think they'll be able to to, um, celebrate, you know, uh, with with less of an impact from COVID. But I think, you know, Mm. obviously the lockdown years have not been that easy. Mm -hmm. So there you go.
1: Okay. good. Well, on that note, thank you very much, both Malcolm and Gurangan. Yeah, I look forward to to following this story closely. Thank Thank you, you, you. Malcolm.
0: Yeah, and thank you. Thank you both for, for having us on. Much appreciated.
1: Good stuff. Cheers,
3: guys.
0: Okay. Bye bye. Okay.
1: Thank you for listening to another podcast from Market Musings with Bear, Ben and Russell. Tune in next time.